Welcome to the Fantasy Fishing Preview of Lake Travis uh, in, I'm actually not sure what town in Texas I'm in, but I'm somewhere in Texas <laughs> near Lake Travis. I'm Jody White. I'm joined by, from Hopkins, Minnesota, Kyle Wood. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's great. It's actually like cold and windy and kind of terrible right now, uh, but yesterday it was gorgeous in Texas. It was like sunny and there were some thunderstorms in the afternoon but it was like 75 i was wearing shorts i was digging it not going to be wearing shorts today i think tonight's interviews you can about guarantee i'll be rocking a sweatshirt as opposed to uh you know a sun shirt so but But it's supposed to get better as the week goes on yeah i think so i think the weather is going to continue to get better um i think probably this little cold front is going to as far as the tournament goes, which we might as well go ahead and get into it, uh, sort of what oh, yeah. we're expecting here on Lake Travis for stop number two of the FLW Tour, this one presented by Quaker State. Um, it's supposed to kind of warm up and get a little bit better as the tournament goes on. I think, though, that probably this little cold snap is going to do a lot to keep most of the fish in pre-spawn, is my guess. I've been okay. told that there were some fish that spawned a few weeks ago when they had some really warm weather. But from what I've seen and from what guys have said, it sounds like the vast majority of the fish are pre-spawn, are not even on the bank making beds. One thing that's hurt that is the water is coming down. They had the lake Ah. maybe like... So if you're not familiar with Travis, it used to be like 50 feet low. And it was that way for a while. Super low. A couple years ago, it came back up. So they've had good spawns. There's a ton of fish in the lake. A lot of small fish. Uh... And there's a ton of cover in the lake, but it's at its normal pool now. They had it a couple feet above full pool, maybe a foot or so above full pool this spring. They've recently, like the last week or so, they've dropped it down about a foot, maybe 10 inches, something like that. You can see it on the bank. You can see where like the line was, and you see that it's dropping. Now, if, they, if it keeps dropping, that might keep moving fish out. If it stabilizes or comes up, fish might start come crashing toward the bank but that's i think that water movement down is probably helping to keep some fish from spawning Um, okay and then you've got temp water temperatures in like from what i can tell maybe high 50s low 60s it's basically a springtime type event uh but i think that you could probably see fish caught from like 50 feet to zero feet if that makes sense oh yeah Uh, because it's that time it's that time of year like Maybe not so much Gunnersville. I don't know if that really applies. But remember when uh, Thrift won at Sam Rayburn and Mark Rose was catching, like, truly pre-spawn, almost winter-type fish? A lot of guys were, like, Jason Menninger was. Yep. Um, and then you had some guys who caught fish on beds, and you had some guys who caught fish, you know, who, that were staging and really setting up close. It's going to be, I think, one of those type of events where, okay, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see Cody Meyer catching them in 40 feet of water. And I wouldn't be surprised to see Andy Morgan catching them in, I guarantee you Andy Morgan's going to be catching them in three feet of water. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, it's that type of deal, I think. Um, and it's a pretty... I get, I get behind that. Water clarity in the lake, from what I know, like, it's 
pretty clear down near the dam. Like, you can see maybe 8 or 10 feet down in places. I haven't been to there yet. It's kind of like a medium clear, bluish type color around the ramp. And I think, from what I understand, as you go up the river, it gets dirtier and dirtier. So you really have the gamut of kind of regular type fishing. And a lot of people compare the lake to the Ozarks. Uh, you know, to beaver and uh, table rock and stuff like that. And I, from what I've seen, I can see why people make that comparison. I don't mm-hmm. know how it'll hold up on the fishing side of things exactly. We're going to find out. But I think at least as, what it, as far as what it looks like, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I'd say that's... Uh, well, I guess... I've never seen Travis, but talked to a lot of people about Travis, a lot of the pros. And they're like, you remember how Clark Winlet got the name uh, Mr. Beaver Lake because he won all those tournaments on Beaver Lake and always did really good? Uh, they're like, when you get to Travis, you'll realize why. Because it's the um, deal. Yeah, they're so similar. Yeah, I think uh, I think that you're I think you're right about that. I think the pros are right about that. Uh, I think that's probably why you and I both picked Matt Airy. For sure, um, but yeah, for sure. I, I think, uh, I, I, and we'll uh, we'll sort of see obviously how this week shakes out. You know, it, it might not be. It might be that right. You know, there are one thing that never happens at Beaver. We never see someone really threaten to win fishing really deep. Uh, yes, you yes. know, it's always a let's say like fifteen foot or less event. Granted, there's some smallmouth caught pretty deep, and some guys catch like some suspended fish, but usually that's not the case, right? Right. I think in this tournament, there's more of a chance than usual that we actually could see people catching them big out on the main channel uh, or in like 50 or 40 feet of water because there's enough pre-spawn fish, I believe, enough probably still wintry type fish, and there's so much cover down there because there's so much brush and stuff that grew up when the lake was low that you can have just a pile of beautiful cover down in 40 feet of water that fish will want to hold on to that they can live out there, you know, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Not that that's any kind of guarantee, but it's a possibility. Um, Was it, uh, I think it was Austin Felix did the Snapchat takeover on Monday? Yeah, I think so. I don't... uh, he, I, I don't have Snapchat anymore. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of feeling like I'm missing out. I may have to put it back on my phone. But anyhow, you, you should. Well, he, he did have a, uh, he had one snap that showed. Uh, he was like kind of graphing around. He had his Lawrence's uh, running, and he had down imaging and side imaging going. And it was a really cool picture. It was like 50 feet deep, but there were like perfect trees, you know, just lining the bottom in that area he was going. So I think that was a. Uh, for anyone that saw that, it's a pretty good picture when guys talk about there being ample cover, you know, out to 40, 50 feet of water. That was a, a good little preview of it. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. That's, I think, a pretty pretty good way to put it. But Yeah. Anyhow, you want to break down some uh, fantasy fishing teams here? Uh, I suppose we should. All right. You and I picked the exact same team, basically. <laughs> Pre- pretty much, yeah. Uh do and you wanna... we didn't even know we did. I know, was, we did I mean, Until after the fact. Do you want to, I don't know, take me through yours or uh, something like that? Sure. Uh, I guess this is in, uh, I guess this is like highest dollar amount to lowest dollar amount. Uh, Which gets have... hilarious at the end. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, I have Andy Morgan, Jeff Sprague, Jeff Gustafson, Matt Airy, Scott Canterbury, 
Clark Winlet, Jeremy Lawyer, and John Cox. Forest Wood Cup champion, <laughs> John Cox. <laughs> Why Seven did you bucks. pick so many people whose names begin with a J? That's what I want to know. You know, that is, uh, I, I didn't even, I didn't even really notice that. The Jeff, to, Jeff and Jeff back-to-back was kind of, uh, kind of odd. Maybe it's guys with J names do pretty well. I think that's got to be it. I would uh, say. I would actually like say that? that's very 100% true. Yeah, like, or, or at least a J in there because you could throw As the Johnstons. Uh, uh, yes, yes. yes. Hashtag not biased. Um, okay, so obviously John Cox did terrible at Gunnersville and is thus yes. a no-brainer to be owned. He should probably be owned by everyone. In fact, I would own him if I had realized he had done that badly and was that cheap. But I saw right. I saw Brad Knight first and when I was going from bottom to top because Brad Knight did even worse. I was like, oh, I'll take Brad Knight. So <laughs> I would say, I would recommend, in fact, that you take John Cox instead of Brad Knight. I would spend that extra dollar. Yeah, um, yeah. It uh, John Cox doesn't usually have. Uh, well, he doesn't usually have a horrible tournament, but the odds of him having two bad ones in a row uh, is also pretty low. Yeah. Also, this is a place that like should be so up his alley. It's it, not even ex- funny. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, for seven bucks, no brainer. I think the Clark Wenlet buy for twenty two is kind of a no brainer as well. Uh, oh, I think that is criminally, criminally low. It's, criminally, yeah, he did well. At, he did well enough at um, Gunnersville, so as not to drop his value, so yep. as not to crater his value. So you know, you are spending some money on him. But if he was thirty-four dollars or thirty-seven dollars, I would say you gotta own him because it's Clark Wood. Yes. and this is like Travis. It's this tournament and the Potomac where. You're gonna own Clark Wendell, I think, almost no matter what. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. So yeah, I'm I'm all in on the owning Clark Wendell bandwagon. Uh, can you talk me through your Scott Canterbury pick? I'm a little bit curious about that because I feel like it's got maybe a little Beaver Lake stu- relation to it, but I I want to know. Yeah, it, it does. Because he's and not cheap, you know. No, he and 28 bucks. You know, that's uh that's a pretty strong investment on a on a guy. I think I kind of went the route of, um, yeah, I might have played the hand of the resemblance to Beaver Lake or the Ozark Lakes in general, kind of heavy. Um, but from tar- talking to Clark uh, Wenlet for the, the Travis Lake preview uh, and some of the things he said uh, when he was describing, you know, the bushes in the water and, and, you know, how the fish set up and you can kind of get on a pattern. I'm like, well, Scott Canterbury is pretty good at getting dialed in on pattern pattern and running it as the tournament goes on but he's also really good with a jig and if you get some of those pre-spawn fish that are kind of set up in some uh it doesn't even have to be super shallow bushes but you know if he can get around some things that he could fish a jig um or kind of get i mean even a crankbait like canterbury is just one of those guys that's really good at running and gunning and i think he's uh he's been fishing pretty good last couple years i mean obviously one on beaver um but i feel like it's starting to click for him, and for as many second places as the guy has, uh, I think he's he's pretty hot right now. And I uh, I don't know, I just kind of I took a gamble on it, but I, I kind of like it. I'm hoping he does some stuff with the jig, maybe finds a big bite or two, you know, helps move him up the standings. I think it's a place where you're going to be able to catch your keepers, but getting that bigger bite is hard. 
And he's a guy who can who's okay with settling down and not bringing in five fish or risking not bringing in five fish in oh, search yeah. of a kicker bite. Yeah. So I'm I like the, I like the pick. Um, I like it a lot. Uh, let's see. I figure you and I will probably talk a little bit about the Matt Airy pick when we get to maybe my section. Sure. Because uh, sure. we picked the same guy. Uh, <laughs> so why don't you run me through Gussie? Um, oh, yeah. I love the guy as much as anyone. Uh, yeah. And I've been shying away from him on fantasy fishing because I felt like I jinxed him for a long time. Uh, so I just stopped picking him. And when I stopped picking him, the dude's been on fire. Yeah, yeah. Big time. And, uh, you know, he made a top 20 uh, at Gunnersville. Um, or, yeah, didn't he make a top 20? Him and Sprague and the Johnston and Johnston. I don't, uh, I don't think he did. Or right outside. Whatever. He it did was a really pretty good well. Time. He did well. He must have been 21st, I think, because I think Sprague was, wasn't he almost last man in? I don't know. It was like a week ago. So I can't really remember what yeah, happened. You can't be expected to remember that far back. No. Point is, um, I don't know. He's he's been doing really good. And and if you look at the tournaments, um, like he, he really loves 22nd. fishing Beaver Lake. Twenty second. Okay, right outside the top twenty. Either way, fantastic start to a season. Uh, you look at last year on Hartwell. Uh, he had a great tournament there, uh, catching you know a lot of pre spawn fish. Uh, and he loves doing that. He loves, uh, throwing a jerk bait, you know, throwing a shaky head. He can get up shallow. Uh, I think he's just kind of, he's really got the hang of this, you know, breaking down these lakes that he's never seen before in three days. Like he's, he's a good, he's always been a great angler, but he's like starting to really dial in and it reflects in the season. You know, last year he made the cup, uh, finished stupid high in the AOI standings. Yeah, and uh, I think I think this I think Travis could almost be uh, a better scenario for him than Gunnersville. And if you look at Gunnersville, you know, with a twenty second place, uh, I think it can only go up for him here at Travis. Yeah, I'm kind of getting a Hartwell vibe. Uh, from yeah, this. yeah, and I took that more into account than um, you know anything he's done in the Ozarks before. Yeah. Um, um, one. Uh, I, I I think I think it's a good pick. One guy, which I'll just mention, because I just had him come to my mind uh, right now. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no. I won't mention it. I'll mention it later. I'll remember. I'll mention it later. Okay. Guys, hey, this is right a tease. Now. Stay tuned. <laughs> uh, what, I, what I will say about Gussie is that I think he's learned how to fish in the south. Uh, or Definitely. at least he's made a lot of progress in there. And I, being someone who went from up north and had to learn how to fish in the south. I think it takes actually a lot longer to adjust to fishing in the south than it does to adjust to fishing up north because the fish are a lot smarter and there are shad. And shad really make... They really muddy up the equation uh, Mm -hmm. in my experience. So I think he's kind of begun to get this thing down. I think he goes out now and he doesn't feel like he's on something totally new. He feels familiar. He feels like these fish act in ways he expects them to act. And uh, yes. I, I think that that is probably a big factor in why he's in why his success is sustainable. Why last year wasn't just a good year. It's he's a guy who probably is going to be good for a while now because he's you know, he's gotten over the hump, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think you hit the nail on the head with that. Yeah, That's so a I'm great explanation. I I I really like I really like that pick. 
Um, I guess, do you want to talk about Jeremy Lawyer, or is that kind of a, you're going the Ozark route, and he's also been pretty awesome of late? Yep, you, you said it best. It, um, I figured for 14 bucks, I kind of looked at other guys in that price range, and uh, I kind of figured, you know what, 14 bucks. Not a crazy investment. I got John at seven, you know, so I, I, and I had some money left over, you know, I could have. Yeah, I ended up uh, with money left over too. I could have, I could have moved up a little bit, but I'm like, gosh, you know, lawyer's been hot, um, it, you know, not a super great tournament at, at Gunnersville, but Travis, again, this is, this is a tournament where I think, hey, you know, this is where he's going to write the ship and uh, we'll be able to see Jeremy Lawyer do some Jeremy Lawyer stuff. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm with you. I, I like it. Um, I guess we'll go through. We'll go ahead and we'll sort of run through mine. Now. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so I took Brian Thrift, um, Andy Morgan, Jeff Sprague, uh, Cody Meyer, Matt Airy, Clark Wendlet, and then I went really. Uh, you kind of, not that Jeremy Lawyer is expensive, but I went real cheap with my final two picks, and I took yeah. Tracy Adams and Brad Knight. And if you want to think sub substitute. Uh, if you want to say Tracy Adams and John Cox, you can say that too. But uh, <laughs> not that I think Brad Knight will do poorly or is a bad pick. I think for the money, John Cox is probably the money you want to spend. But if somehow you get yourself into a situation where you have $6 left, you could probably do a lot worse than Brad Knight. Um, yeah. But anyhow, in fact, it might make a lot of sense to just go ahead, in my mind, and put Tracy Adams and Brad Knight and John Cox on your team and then – spend out the wazoo, you know. Right, yeah, go real <laughs> Then put Andy Morgan on your team four times. <laughs> Wait, you can do that? <laughs> oh, man, that'd be great. Oh, imagine the points you could get. you just crush uh, it. You would. Uh, anyhow, do you, have any, uh, do you have any guys in particular you're interested in the uh, philosophy on? Yeah, let's start from bottom and work our way up. Uh, and I think this is a fantastic pick, but tell me about Tracy Adams. Okay, so you... It gave me some great insight on Tracy Adams, which I did not know when I made this pick. But I picked Tracy Adams because he is a guy who excels in places with clear water. He excels in the pre-spawn. Mm-hmm. You look at Smith Lake. You look at uh, Beaver Lake. You look at when there's fish on beds, before beds. If it's a finesse-type deal, he's going to catch him. He's from the Carolinas. He's good around docks, all that kind of stuff. It just, to me, what I knew of this lake seemed like the kind of place that could be in Tracy Adams' wheelhouse. So that's why I picked him. He was cheap, and I thought he was going to do great in this tournament. Yes, absolutely. Plus, he did well the last time we were here. Apparently so. Yeah, you told me. He crushed it last time. Which, Which I don't think, and you said it before we started filming, I don't think you could really, I don't think you should put a lot of emphasis on what happened the last time the tour was here. It was so long ago, the lake was a lot different. Um, but at least to the fact that, He's one of the few guys that's actually seen Travis before. So he at least kind of knows his way around and maybe knows what some better fish set up on or maybe, you know, he learned some things last time that could carry over, which sometimes can be a bad thing. But I think in this situation, a little bit of previous knowledge might not be too terrible. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm with you on basically I think I think he's a good pick. Um, Yeah, I think uh, I'm. I'm all about it. Uh, I guess next one that is, we don't differ on, but that we didn't discuss is Matt Airy. And oh, yeah. we've kind of, you know, gone all around it, but he's pretty expensive, but he always seems to have good finishes. 
And this is the type of place... It's not even just Beaver Lake that he catches them. He catches them at Grand Lake, too, in the spring. He's... Yeah. If you get him on a lake with rock in the springtime, he's going to catch fish. I think that... I'm all about Matt Airy in this tournament. Like, if he won it, I would not be shocked at all. You know, oh, no. I, no this is, I think this is a tournament that sets up really well for him. So, yeah. I guess we agree on that. Uh, and I guess the other reason I put him on there is because when I made these picks, uh, I had heard some rumor that there were some fish on beds and minus this little cold hiccup. But at the time, the forecast wasn't calling for as big of a nasty day in the weather yeah so it was looking kind of steady and warm so i threw him on there too which is kind of the same as my john cox thing that if there are some fish that do decide to pull up on bed by uh friday or saturday some bigger fish that show up up shallow and they're trying to like maybe start doing their thing uh he's pretty good at doing that as well so you kind of got uh, you know a couple different weapons going with a guy like matt airy yes yes you uh, you definitely do uh you know that's he's a guy. One guy who uh, some of the other pundits picked, and I did not, is uh, Scott Martin, and I think he would be a a similar guy who is a threat yes. pre-spawn and a threat when the fish are on beds, and could mm-hmm. be a really good pick. He had a very bad tournament at Gunnersville, so he's obviously real cheap for this one. Um, so I would for watch sure. out for a Scott Martin pick. Uh, and there's a couple other guys who I think we overlooked or who could be other you know good who could be good picks, who I would say we'll probably touch on later on. But anyhow, uh, you got that. Um, Cody Meyer, I went with, and I kind of went, I was kind of feeling, you know, it's part of it's the Beaver Lake aspect. Part of it's mm-hmm. just, it's the Cody Meyer aspect. I mean, when you, it's hard to find a more consistent angler, a guy who makes more checks, more top 20s than Cody Meyer. I mean, definitely, he's great at it. Uh, and I, I don't, just don't think it requires much explanation. He's no. expensive, but it's not, you know, ridiculously so. And then Andy Morgan is obvious, and then Brian Thrift is obvious too. Uh, have we talked about Jeff Sprague, or are we just kind of putting him in the it's obvious category as well, considering we, he we basically hasn't had him. a bad tournament in like a year and a half? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the dude, the dude's rolling, that's for sure. Uh but I don't know. It's also Texas. He's a Texas boy. Yeah, he is. He's a Texas boy. Yeah, well, I I think that's obviously that's a that's a part of it. Um, the Texas aspect, uh, which I think is you know makes a lot of sense to pick those guys. Hmm. One some so some overlooked guys, which I'll bring up now, and you maybe have some opinions about them, maybe not. Uh, I think that. I think that one guy who's definitely being overlooked is Cody Bird. He's from Texas. He's caught him in the Ozarks before. He caught him pretty well at, uh, at uh, whatchamacallit, at Gunnersville. And oh, he's yeah. obviously, he's not new to professional fishing or anything, but he hasn't been fishing the tour in a while. I think there's a really good chance that a lot of pundits, a lot of people regret not having him on their team at the end of this tournament. I'm not mm-hmm. saying he's going to win or anything like that, but I think he's probably going to do pretty well. Yeah. Uh, I also think that there's a group of Oklahoma guys, uh, which I would say, in my mind, um, Daryl Robertson is one of them. He's a guy who's fishing well and is also from Oklahoma, has success on Beaver Lake, that kind of thing. 
Uh, I think Zach Burge is a really good pick. I think Absolutely. Uh, Chad Warren, Brandon Mosley, Bradley Hallman, Kyle Cordiana. I think all those guys are, are really, if you want to pick them, they're Grand Lake guys. They catch them on Grand, uh, Fort Gibson. They can catch them in the Ozarks. Those kind of rocky-type places. Mm-hmm. I think that they're really potentially strong picks as well. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I'm not saying you got you got to own them. I'm saying if you're looking for a lower-cost guy, you could. To me, like the way you and I arrived at almost the same team, it speaks to that there's a lot of options in this one because the best pick is only $22. You know what I mean? Yes. And yeah. when you are and when your top pick is not Clark Wendlet, when you're saving that much money on your top pick, it get and when you can buy a John Cox for 7 bucks or a Scott Martin for 8 bucks, it you're oh, going to yeah. have money left over, which means probably you're going to end up sort of glomming on toward the the more big name guys, but there's a lot of smaller name guys if you are feeling like you want to take a gamble or you somehow you buy yourself into a section where you're like, this is what I want to do. I think you can take them and be justified. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you I have think, any, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, uh, I was, I was going to say if, uh, if you go the route of picking really heavy on the top end and you know, you need someone like a $5 guy, uh, don't forget James Watson had a total bomb of a tournament at Gunnersville, but he's five bucks. So if you're playing that, Ozark guys, um, kind of a thing. Uh, I think Watson wouldn't be a terrible pick for five. Um, yeah, uh, that's a good that's a good one too. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, if you're doing that, you somehow probably are bypassing John Cox and Brad Knight and Scott Martin. Yes. And yes, yeah. There's that's a... an interesting call to make. Let's put it that way. Yep. But uh, I'm just saying, if you if you go heavy. Yeah, no, I like it. I almost wish we had Bergen on because I want I want him to talk me through his Tom Reddington pick at nine dollars. I think that is, um, I don't get it, but that's okay. We won't, <laughs> I, I, we won't, uh, we won't go, we won't dive into that at the moment. Um, unless you've got anything else, I think we've pretty well previewed this thing. I think we did. Alrighty. Well, I have. Uh, this will. I got to go out and I got to put the boat in the water and get out there and actually start driving around on the lake and. I'll uh, put together a practice gallery and all that jazz. So, or not a practice gallery, a, uh, a lake tour. So, I think that is. Uh, I think that's what I'm going to do the rest of the day, man. I appreciate well, uh, you taking you get time. after it. Oh yeah, I'm 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 here for you. I will see you tomorrow. And uh, I don't know. It should be fun. It's going to be warm. Oh yeah. Well, sounds like planning. Take it easy, man. Safe travels. All right, dude. We'll talk to you later. See you. <laughs>